everybody, welcome back. I am uh, honored to have a gentleman who we recently reconnected. I guess we had been connected a while back, but really had a great conversation recently. And I thought he'd be an amazing guest. He's doing some really, really good things out there. Uh, his name is John Stubbins, and you can actually go to stubbins.org. We'll give you the information later on on the screen as well. And uh, and he's actually doing a show, a podcast too, and a, and a video show called Indivisible with John Stubbins. John, welcome to the program, sir. Hey, how you doing, Todd? It's great to have you on. I've been enjoying your recent shows. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We've had some hard-hitting ones, that's for sure. Yeah, man. You're you're covering similar issues to things that are very near and dear to our heart, and that's why I thought it would be great to have you on our program. And uh, there's so many things that I would like to discuss with you. I know time will go by real quick, but one of the things that I want to just talk about right off the bat is you have been uh, out there also very concerned uh, what just happened with the 2020 election. Now, I know some sites will take you down just for talking about this, uh, but it needs to be addressed. And I'll tell you, I travel as a pastor and evangelist, you know, go to different churches, different functions. And everywhere I go, John, people are saying, what can we do? What just happened? A lot of people are concerned. I was actually at a, a children's uh, birthday party over the weekend, and this came up as well. So it's, you know, <laughs> no matter where I'm at, people are talking about it. They want to know, you know, what's your uh, view of what just happened in the election in 2020? Well, um, I, I don't care what the mainstream media fake news says. The election was stolen. Yeah, uh, We know that. Uh, we've got the proof. We've got the evidence. Uh, we're continuing to gather more evidence to our investigations, uh, looking at these Dominion machines and getting in there and, you know, doing, you know, complete audit, forensic audit, forensic analysis uh, of, of those machines. Uh, we know that Dominion, uh, you know, was hooking these up and, and you can go to any of the Dominion systems anywhere around the country. They were all hooked up to the internet, right. which was, that's against the law right away. Uh, and then on, on, on top of that, you know, these machines weren't even, cert they're not even certifiable to begin with. So before you even get to the jump to begin an election, they're, they're no good. So let me, let me it, stop right there, John. What does that mean? They're not certifiable because clearly they were certified. What does that mean? Yeah. Well, take Texas, Texas. In other words, Dominion came down to Texas and said, here's our Dominion machines. We'd like you to use these uh, to conduct your, your elections, your votes. Yeah. And Texas uh, said no. And they said no twice. Right. And the reason that they said no twice is Texas had their experts look at the machines to find out if there were any flaws, okay. to find out if there were errors, to find out if the machines can be manipulated whether you could change votes, right. right? Right. Texas surmised that all of the above was possible. So if you can't have any of that integrity, then you can't certify the machines as eligible, if that yeah. makes sense, oh, it makes even sense. using a vote. In fact, even uh, Democrats like Amy Klobuchar and others, you know, they were involved in that. I think it was a documentary called Kill Chain. This was the yes. Democrats that were talking about this very thing that you're saying. So this is a bipartisan thing. Now, of course, with the 2020 election, all the Democrats like went into the shadows and won't say anything about it. But they did say things about this in 2016. They were concerned and, and previously. So 
what you're saying is is absolutely verifiable. Absolutely. And not only that, but you know, I work with some fantastic, probably the best cyber ops guys on the planet. And they tell me the exact same thing. And it doesn't matter if it's Michigan or Georgia or if it's Arizona or Nevada, it doesn't matter. It's the same story over and over and over again. These machines aren't even certifiable. So you can't even hold an election with these machines because they're not certifiable. So the fact that these machines were even used, even used, goes against the grain of a fair and transparent election. Yeah, so many American states did use these machines or others like them. They also use some of the similar software like Smartmatic and some right. Other- and so how did all these states get, did they get duped? Did they know about it? I mean, how does this happen in the United States? You know, it's interesting that you brought that up because I was on the phone earlier today with uh, with a gentleman about Smartmatic and we were discussing it. And, you know, if you look back at it, there was a CNN, CNN uh, broadcast back in 2006 that deals with democracy at risk. And you can Google it, Rumble. It's actually out on Rumble right now. And uh, it deals specifically with Smartmatic and Democracy at Risk. That's the title of it, okay? Okay, so this is an old video uh, by CNN, who we know is fake news, okay? But back then they reported it as truth, right? So who are we to believe? We know for a fact that these people are liars, but at the same time, back in 2006, they weren't doing that, were they? No. They were they were they were on another side of the coin. Right. So, look, people can do their homework on this. I would advise you to look it up right. because there's no way of getting around it. We know that the election was stolen, and we know so because if you look at the counties that it happened in, the coincidences that they say are coincidence, they're just, it's not possible. Right. On top of the fact, Numbers the data bad. that we have about the machines and how many people came forward to testify about irregular, or irregularities in the election yes. in these different counties, whether it's yeah. in Arizona or Wisconsin or Michigan or Georgia. We have evidence. We have testimony out the wazoo. Okay? Out the wazoo. They, they just don't want to hear it. So that that's the other frustration is, is that so then, you know, I, I saw Sydney uh, shared something on Telegram, I think it was yesterday, where it showed active cases. And I, I'd never seen that file before, but it was kind of interesting. It actually showed if they were listened to on merit or, you know, on procedural issues, uh, you know, how the, you know, how it was adjudicated, if it was even allowed. And there were some, I guess, that Trump won that I didn't know. Uh, there were others that I guess were listened to based on merit. So my question is, John, how come the evidence wasn't rolled out during those cases? Well, because it, you just said it. I mean, if the court won't hear it, okay, if if they're if the first thing out of their mouth is we won't hear the case, right? Then you then you have no opportunity to present the evidence, okay? So you're you're pretty much cut off at the knees before you even even get started. And believe me. We know that they don't want to hear the evidence. And the reason that they don't want to hear the evidence 
is because they're subject in the investigation. The oh. courts themselves are listed as RICO mob, just like the FBI and the DOJ and 75% of our Congress. Wow. You know, this goes all the way down from the Obama Oval Office down to the local level in over 612 counties in the United States. And that's to hide much bigger crimes that they committed against the American people and the American taxpayer. They don't want that getting out. So they're trying to cover their tracks, whether it be money that they stole for the American taxpayer or the election fraud or, you know, Obamagate or the Russia hoax, the FISA abuse, Uranium One, uh, Ukraine, any of these issues, the money given to Iran on pallets. Right. Look, it's all it's all part of this investigation. Wow. And they don't that's, want to talk about it because Benghazi. they would incriminate themselves. Unbelievable. I mean, this is a massive conspiracy, real conspiracy. And like you said, at a RICO status level here, I mean, Giuliani brought down the mob in, in New York. But during the uh, election, as we were up to those final last months leading to the inauguration, it seemed like they weren't able to get anything heard or it's just, you know, a lot of frustration on, on our camp. You know, where do we go from here, John? I mean, is, is anything going to materialize? Is there going to be a court that's going to hear the, the evidence based on merit? Where do we go? No, I don't think there is a court that's going to hear it. And I and that's because they can't hear it. They wow. can't hear it. I mean, you know, I, I've got three different whistleblowers that came to me through my show, Indivisible with John Stubbins. And then I had a federal witness approach me, uh, that's uh, 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 tied. They're all tied to this in different ways. But yeah. the bottom line is, is that because these people are listed as RICO mob, and because they're subject to the investigation, they're not going to prosecute themselves. Okay. So if if they if they were to hear the case and let the they can't even they can't even hear these cases. Okay, mm -hmm. because of the fact that they're subject. They're not even allowed to hear it. So it doesn't matter how many cases are filed. It's not going to happen. Okay. The only option <clears throat> is an option that I don't think is going to happen. And that is under KITAM law, that's Q-I-T-A-M law, which is part of our founding documents under high treason and piracy. We could send the military to do the raids that are necessary to get these computer system, the documents that, I mean, think about it. Think about all the FOIA requests that Senator Ron Johnson made since President Trump was elected. Right. Think about the FOIA requests by Congressman Nunes and Congressman Jim Jordan, and they never got the paperwork, right? Why not? Yeah. Because it's part of this investigation and because they cannot release that information to those gentlemen because as soon as they do it implicates them the doj the fbi the court the congress right and this is this is democrats and republicans by the way no i know and so the the question so you're saying there's an investigation that's active or is there an investigation? i i i mean i'm involved in an investigation several several that are parallel. And I know others that are also involved in investigations that right. run parallel with mine. So we're not stopping the investigations, but 
we have to have the hammer to drive the nail. Okay. The hammer would be President Trump, but President Trump has to be willing to prosecute, to clean house. I mean, when President Trump first got elected into office, and I'm sure he would say this if I interviewed him and asked him this question, I would say, President Trump, what do you think probably one of your biggest mistakes was? Not ever being a politician, you know, taking over the presidency of the Oval Office. I guarantee you, one of his biggest regrets would be that he did not clean house of the deep state and the Obama leftovers when he took office. Okay. That hurt because those people for four years were battling against him in the background, trying to resist every single piece of legislation, whether it was the border, it didn't matter what the issue was. It was resist, resist, resist deep state. Okay. Yeah. If he gets elected again, the first thing he needs to do is get them out. Right. All out. Right. Get conservatives in those slots. Okay. And then there has to be the will to prosecute. Right. Okay. No sweetheart deals. Okay. These people need to pay the price, which means, I mean, under Kaitam law, this is high treason and piracy. Yeah. Think, but, think about this. Enemies foreign and domestic. Right. Listen to the Marines theme song. Right. What does it say? Okay. It talks about pirates, foreign and domestic, and going after them. And I'm telling you, you have to have the will to prosecute. And if that's military tribunals, so be it. Yeah. These people need to go to prison. Well, that's what we've been hearing for years. Military tribunals, indictments, all these different things. And I think he didn't pull the trigger. So, so President uh, Trump did not pull the trigger. Wow. So he could have done it. Now, I remember Sidney Powell went uh, to visit him. Uh, Mike Lindell went to visit him. They actually said they got only a few minutes and that his lawyers kind of pushed them out and up. And, you know, they didn't really get in a lot of time with him. Is that all true? Is that what actually happened in that meeting? I mean, you know, uh, look, uh, that's what they say. Okay. It doesn't really matter right. what matters. And, and here's the other question. How do we know that some of those attorneys aren't part of that deep state that are that's, resisting? That is the right? question. Yeah, that's the big question. Okay. Why was so, Trump, he's, the, he's the guy that fired everybody. Why would he not know that? He's such a, a smart guy, you know? He's a smart guy, but there's only one of him, right? So these other, you need people to fill these other positions around you and not one of those people is going to come forward and say, by the way, president Trump, just to let you know, I'm part of the deep state. Yeah. They're not going to tell him. Okay. So on their face, when they deal with president Trump face to face, they probably appear authentic and, and legit, right. But behind his back, they're stabbing him. So, John, let me ask you this. Do you, do you think that, that there's anything that is present? There's people that are saying president Trump still has, power there's all these different narratives out there is any of that is there any validity to any of that or is that all you know i i really wish that i I, that i knew the answer to that and i I hope that he does right my answer is i hope so because if he does and if we have military personnel out there that is willing to do what i'm suggesting under kai tam law and by the way 
anybody out there in your audience can find Kai Tam Law. That's Q-I-T-A-M Law. And it's within our founding documents. You can go to the National Archives or probably a university archive to find it. But it deals specifically with high treason and piracy. Yeah. Even if it is a government official, okay, it doesn't matter whether it's foreign or domestic. If it's a if it's a government official, all of those people that are guilty of high treason, the penalty is death. Mm. Okay, that's the penalty. Mm. So, if they were to get off with a prison sentence, say at Fort Leavenworth right. for a military crime, then they'd be getting off easy. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, it, exactly. And, and, you know, the, the problem that I think a lot of people are looking at the military and they're saying, is the military compromised? I mean, you know, I, I think, think I, I think some of them are. I think uh -huh. some of them are because I, I think that the younger recruits that are coming up, that are joining the military, that joined the military when Obama was in office, some of them that joined recently, some of those are Obama followers, Biden followers. Yeah. Maybe they want socialism. Yeah. Maybe they want Marxism. So you're right. Look, they're not all with, you know, pluberis e una. They're not all with our constitution. They're not all with, you know, Judeo-Christian values. A lot of these people, they're going to, they're turncoats. They will probably try to destroy us from within. It's called stealth jihad. Yeah. And that's what Islamic radicals use. Exactly. Stealth jihad. Wow. And, you know, so it's, it's, I've never seen a time, I saw my wife this last night like this in the ministry, where half the people I know believe that there's going to be some massive great awakening and that Trump's going to come back or there's going to be a powerful revival. And then their other half believe it's like the end times, we're done, there's no hope. So do you, are you in either one of those? You kind of in the middle or where, where do you find yourself, John? Well, first of all, I'm a, I'm a veteran, I'm a, I'm, but I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. I, I believe he died on the cross for our sins. And so, uh, you know, if the Lord wants to come down, <laughs> hey, I'm all for it. I, I'm not, I wouldn't resist that uh, for anything. Point. That'd be the point. number yeah. one option, in fact, if I had my choice. Right. But in lieu of the Lord coming back right now, uh, you know, it's up to us. Yeah. And, and, and it's up to our people that do you want to preserve a free America? Do you care about your rights that are given to you in our Constitution? Um, if you're not willing to fight for those things, then we've got a big problem on our hands, right? Uh, I mean, so, <clears throat> you know, there are so many people out there right now that, you know, they're sitting on the sidelines and I think that they're waiting for something to affect them personally yeah. before they decide that they're going to get involved or that they're going to speak up because they're so afraid, you know, of BLM and this Marxist movement and Antifa and being canceled or doxxed or whatever, that they're, you can tell that people are gun shy to speak out because of that. And here's what I say to those folks. If you sit on the sidelines too long, uh, it's going to be too late. Hmm. And, and by the time you do speak up, it's not going to matter. Uh, so if you, if you love your freedom, if you love the rights that are given to you, uh, to, to live in this the greatest country in the world, then you better get involved now. You better speak up now, yeah. um, or it's going to be too late. And it'll be too late for your kids and your grandkids. And so if you love them, 
you better rethink your strategy and reshuffle your papers because sitting on your hands isn't going to get it done. That's right. And, and recently we just put out a 10 point strategy of things that people keep asking, what can we do? And we laid it out. We did a whole show about it. It's on our website. And I fully agree, John. I mean, we have to be active. We can no longer be the silent majority. We have to be out there. Uh, just one, one last thing I want to talk about before we let you go. Uh, you know, so Mike Lindell, he came out and he said he's got a new platform called Frank Speech. I think they were going to call it Vocal, but they changed the name. And now it's Frank Speech and it's coming out in the next couple of weeks here. And he's saying that he's going to be dropping information <laughs> like, you know, every couple of days, just massive voter fraud information. You know, so this comes out, Americans by the droves, millions see it. He's already done his documentary. I think he's working on number two. I think, he he might have, you know, so, so now they're going to have the, you know, these other documentaries out already 150 million people have viewed this first one. Now he's going to have another one. They're going to be mm -hmm. dropping this information on a free speech platform where it cannot be censored. What happens then? I mean, did, do we all just see it and do nothing or do you think could uh, change? How does well, this no, I, 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 I wouldn't say that we see it and do nothing. I think, I think the idea. I mean, because we know what what we know what Twitter and Facebook and some of these other parlor. We know what they did. Okay, right. and like I'll give you an example. Right after the election, I, I, I built my Twitter page uh, to like twenty five thousand followers in nine months. I mean, yeah. I, I had never been on Twitter. I, I went to Twitter just for my show, right. and. We built a following very quickly, organically, for the show because people want to hear the truth, right. and I think they appreciate that we put God first. Oh yeah. Um, but here's the deal: um, because of what the social media tech giants did, trying to censor us and stifle us, um, it, it 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 sent us all scattering in a way because. We weren't together. We weren't able to get our word out and communicate with one another. Right. So when Mike Lindell releases his site, President Trump releases his site, what that's going to allow is for us to communicate together again amongst one another. Yeah. And that's not happening really right now because we're all kind of scattered. Right. <clears throat> so what that'll do is that's going to inform us. So, Instead of informing maybe only 10 million or 5 million or, you know, 15 million over here or over there on that platform, he'll be able to access, you know, 80, 100 million people on these kind of platforms that can't be taken down right. and that they're getting the truth now. Okay. okay? And it's not going to matter what CNN or MSNBC or the New York Times or, or the Washington Post has to say. At that point, we'll all have the information, okay? That conglomerate will allow us to communicate with one another based on the facts, based on the truth that we've uncovered in the investigations. And I'm working with Mike's team on part of the investigation, just like I'm working with Sydney's team. So that's not gonna stop. We're gonna keep moving with those investigations because we keep uncovering more information and uh, and we, we'll have a lot to release to the American people. Yeah. But being able to get the information to the American people is the key. Right. Right now, that's been stifled because of Twitter, Facebook, and others like Parler that stepped in to stifle our speech. 
Hmm. So when this information comes out and you've seen the evidence, you're very confident that it's absolutely 100 percent. There's they're not going to be able to refute it. It gets in the court of public opinion and millions and millions of Americans then see it right there. Boom. There it is. A hundred billion. Let's say a hundred million. You know, a hundred million people. And they all have access to this evidence. You know, I guess we're in uncharted waters at that point. I mean, you know, the courts are going to be forced by the court of public opinion to probably have to take this on. And at that point, I mean, it's, it, it, you know, what's going to happen? Well, it look, it's going to force the issue one way or the other, whether it's through the court of public opinion, which, believe me, if you have 100 million people that say, we've seen the evidence and we know that CNN and MSNBC and Nancy Pelosi are liars, okay? We know that they're liars. We've seen multitudes of evidence multitudes of testimony, video, everything to back it up. They can refute it till the cows come home. Yeah. It's not going to make a difference yeah. because what's important, most important at this moment is for the American people to get the truth. Yeah. Amen. First and foremost, who shall set you free, right? And and you know that's, that's it, man. I mean, you know that's all. I think what we all anybody with discernment, I think John is out there saying something is not right. We saw the rallies, we saw what was going on, boat parades, car caravans, nothing. No, no one was excited about Joe Biden. Not even people no. left. And I think he got like they're saying sixty six million votes. You know, at best, and that's with the fraud. And Trump got 80 million plus. And uh, I think he won most states, like Mike Lindell is saying, and Sydney and others. And, and so I think the issue is we're just when, you know, when's it going to come out? And, you know, how much percentage do you think has been released of the evidence versus what they haven't released yet? Is there still a good portion that has? I, 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 you know, I don't even think we I don't even think we've seen a fourth of it. Wow. I mean, wow. because because it, it, we weren't able to even get, I mean, we, you saw all the news conferences right. that had people stepping up and giving testimony at right after the election, whether it was in Arizona or Michigan or wherever, Rudy Giuliani and the, the teams were going around and they were holding those, those press conferences with those, you know, those meetings with the, basically like hearings with testimony. And so we saw witness after witness after witness come forward are are they all liars? No. I don't think so. No. Okay. These are credible people. And these are people with families. They have a lot to lose. Yeah. These are patriots. I'll do. Yep. You know, yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> look, I don't put any stock into what comes out of the fake news, right. the mainstream media. Right. Uh, and most people have turned off because they don't either. Yeah. So th what they want, they're starving for the information that we have, right. the information that we're releasing, the information we haven't released that you haven't seen yet, that's coming, but we wanna be able to lay out the case like a deck of cards, ace, king, queen, jack, 10. Right. We wanna lay it down in a way that there's nothing they're gonna be able to do. Right. Yeah, it's nothing run. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you have some of the best people on the legal team. I mean, these are brilliant minds like Sidney Powell. I mean, Mike Lindell, what an amazing guy. Uh, you know, Linwood, all these people. I mean, they're General all, Flynn, you know, General Flynn. I mean, gosh, I mean, you're talking about, you know, three star general loves the country, you know, patriot. He's been so many different positions in our government. I mean, knows so much about things. 
you know, Sydney Powell, she was out there, you know, working. I mean, gosh, her, her, I looked at her resume the other day and I didn't even know all the things that she had done. I mean, no one ever called any of these people conspiracy or any of them. Highly respected individuals, every single one of them. I'll tell you, I'll tell you how bad it is, Todd. I was, this is about a month or so ago. And I'm, I'm, I'm full throng in my investigations. I've got four investigations going on at the same time. And in my work, I was talking to a U.S. attorney. This U.S. attorney told me that the Ukrainian government, their top officials, contacted him, ready, all of them, ready to testify in the United States against Joe and Hunter Biden. Yeah. Not only were they willing to testify, but they had all their evidence ready to go and they were ready to bring it over to the United States and show the American people. Well, this U.S. attorney took it to the DOJ and the FBI and you know what they told him? They said, we're not interested. Right, which is what they've done every. It's almost like they're they're going after the people that are that are willing to talk instead of instead of going after the criminals. It's it's really upside down, and I think that's why a lot of people get nervous and they don't want to talk because they're afraid they're going to get implicated. I mean, I that's had a, right. You know, that's right. You come forward with information, they write your name in a book, and then they don't do anything. That's okay. what communists. Does do. that sound familiar, folks? Yeah, scary. That's time. what they're doing with the election. So whether it's the election whether it's the case with General Flynn or Carter Page, uh, all of it's connected. It's one big, think of an octopus with all these tentacles. Yeah. Obamagate, you know, FISA abuse, Ukraine, Uranium One, the money with uh, given to Iran. Uh, think of it as all these tentacles. The election fraud. It's all part of the same criminal act by these traitors high treason yeah against the united states and its citizens you the taxpayer yeah and you know i just it's so hard for me to believe that private citizens were able to see what general mcmurray is talking about the back and forth the packets different things from the servers and we're not going to all these foreign countries mike lindell talked about it how could the NSA not have seen that? How could the military not have seen that? I mean, it just makes no sense. They had to. So then you wonder, why didn't they do anything about it? I mean, this is a clear, like you said in the beginning, enemies foreign and domestic. Well, we have both. And uh, it's just, this is what has most Americans and Christians just absolutely floored because we all think, oh my gosh, we never thought it was this corrupt. And uh, we've, been, we've been infiltrated, Todd. Yeah. Wow. At, at, at every level, it doesn't matter if it's the court or the Congress or the FBI or the DOJ, every level, or even our military has been infiltrated. I mean, <clears throat> you know, they're, they're teaching our military to be racist. Right. I mean, they're, they're in there teaching them, you know, white fragility and the 1619 project. And, you know, a critical race theory now. Oh I mean, these people, this Marxist movement has moved into everything that you know and love, America. Mm. Your school with your grandchildren or your kids 
our military, your local government, your state government, your federal government. We have been infiltrated by these Marxists. And make no mistake about it, they want to destroy the United States of America. Yeah, and they're doing it quick. I mean, we've only been in this administration for a couple of months. We're already seeing everything unraveling. I mean, from the border to in North Korea to Iran to China to Russia, it's a disaster. And it's only just begun. Many people are extremely concerned. John, are you optimistic of the future? What do you think, man? Any final thoughts as we as we get ready to close? Look, I, I'm optimistic because I I mean I I'm on the front line in this in this trench, and I'm fighting. And, you know, I'm trying to run my show. I've got my responsibilities uh, at, at Prelude. We've got our men's ministry. And yet I'm devoting as many hours a week to these investigations as I can, working with the best cyber ops people, working with the best lawyers, you know, involved in these lawsuits. We're going after these, these Democrat candidates that have committed fraud in different ways, uh, not only against their states, their municipalities, but the federal government and the American taxpayer. So I'm going after all of it. I mean, I don't know if I could put any more hours a week in than I am now. Yeah. I mean, I get about four hours sleep a day and, and, and people are trying to take that from me now. Yes. So it's crazy, man. I mean, but I'm going to keep fighting That's right. because, you know, I'm a military veteran and I love this country and there's no way that I'm going to go down without fighting. Thank you, John. Well, we appreciate your service, sir. And thank you so much for taking the time to be on the program. How can the listeners find your show and other things that you're doing? Uh, yes, uh, uh, my show downloads to YouTube and you can get there by searching Indivisible with John Stubbins or just typing in in your browser stubbins.org. You can find me on Facebook under Indivisible with John Stubbins. You can find me on uh, Twitter under John M. Stubbins, M like Michael. So John M. Stubbins, uh, at John M. Stubbins. Uh, I'm on pill.net, freedomfirstnetwork.com. And we're going to be joining a bunch of new platforms here in the next few weeks. Um, and hopefully, uh, whether it's Newsmax or Blaze uh, or the Epic Times, or Ben Shapiro, we're looking to partner and we're in talks to partner with different people. So we're going to be expanding our network and the amount of eyeballs that we get on the show because the information that's forthcoming is yeah. pretty big. Yeah, we got to get it out there. And clearly the, the mainstream corporate media, we can't trust them. They're 90% owned by six corporations and people are waking up. So John, thank you for the work that you're doing out there, man. Appreciate yeah. it so much. And uh, we'll have you yeah. again soon. Hopefully you can give us some updates, man. Yeah, Todd. And please have your audience make sure they do follow me because when we do break this news on these stories and there's multiple, uh, it's going to be pretty big. Now I will give you a little, little free peek. I've got Colonel Oliver North. Coming on next month, awesome. I'm going to be having General Flynn, yep. Sidney Powell, John Voigt, just to name a few, yep. that will be coming on the show. Awesome, man. Well, I can't wait to see those shows, and we'll definitely share the links, and uh, hopefully everybody will go ahead and follow you on those websites, man. Appreciate God bless you, brother. Listen, we got John Stubbins here, and uh, we will be right back with more of the Todd Coconado Show. Thank you. All right, buddy. Awesome.